Hey listeners, I'm Irene Barton, Executive Director of the Cobb Collaborative, and I welcome you to Mind Your Mind Speaks. This is a podcast series that brings together subject matter experts, community leaders, and local stakeholders to raise awareness, share resources, and inspire action through recorded conversations about the Cobb Collaborative's focus areas. Today, we are delighted to welcome Candy Zenon to our show. Candy describes herself as a joyous mother of three girls, certified life coach, author and founder of Changing Seasons Life Coaching, LLC, and has more than 19 years of client-focused life skills, financial counseling, and career coaching experience, um, which is just amazing. So, Candy... Thank you, first of all, for all that you do in the community and for others. And how about anything that you would like to add to that already very impressive resume? Uh, That's so sweet. Thank you so much, Irene, for having me. I actually arrived in Cobb County in 2005 via hurricane. In 2005, Mm -hmm. I was standing outside of the dome in Louisiana and a man with a pink flyer stated, Um, the flyer stated foundation of hope. And he said he would send me anywhere in the world. Where would I like to go? Now, I always wanted to go to Atlanta. So I told him Atlanta, we, (laughs) (laughs) we end up arriving in Atlanta. We were greeted by a Sunday, a Sunday school class from Johnson Ferry Baptist church. Well, oh yeah. Yes. Well, it turns I, out- I I live not far from that church. <laughs> oh, too fun. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That was our church home for the, the first year that we were here because it turns out that Johnson Ferry Baptist Church had sponsored my family along with nine other families from that hurricane. And they adopted us from, from the Foundation of Hope and they provided an apartment for 90 days paid for along with anything we needed from band-aids to bunk beds. Um, Everything was free. And also they assigned each family a Sunday school class to be with us with that for that duration of 90 days. So that's my trek to (laughs) Cobb County. Wow. Amazing. I mean, talk about really demonstrating your your faith in action, right? Um, that folks gave of their time, talent, and treasure to surround other people in experiencing a very traumatic situation and trying to make it less traumatic, basically. Exactly. And they did that. Wow. Wow. So you've probably seen a fair amount of change in Cobb, just like I have over that time. We moved here in 1991 and boy, it's, um, you know, so much change in growth, but also really good things that come with that, like um, increased opportunities, increased diversity. Um, and, you know, now you have a very successful small business and you give back to the community. So I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I'm going to guess it feels like life has kind of come full circle, maybe. I think that it have. And this is given my work is 
my tribute to giving back and helping people be prepared in case of an emergency. Now, their emergency may not be titled a hurricane, but whatever that emergency is, I want them to be prepared as well. Yeah, well, it may not be like a named hurricane that the National Weather Service, but it could be some other storm um, in their life, right? Perfect. So let's dive into that. Yeah, <laughs> let's dive into that a little bit more, Candy. Tell us more about your work with community members. Um, and I, I think we know now how you got started and why you got started, but how do people find you? What does that look like in terms of life coaching and financial coaching? Okay. Well, currently I am, um, I am an author and I'm a life improvement coach and I go into domestic shelters, safe haven houses, halfway houses, and foster care. And I teach life skills and cash management to adults and children aging out of foster care systems. I okay. emphasize heavily on how to secure permanent shelter, transportation, and food. Mm. Three things that are so, I mean, absolutely necessary, right? And yet they're things that are sometimes very hard to access in our community. Yes. And, and I truly believe sometimes um, we get distracted by the shiny things and don't, and I like to call it, we don't like to buy the, the ugly things. So a lot of times we, <laughs> a, a, a lot of times we may have the proper monies to get the things that we need, but we somehow got distracted and bought the things that we wanted. So yeah. I want to come alongside the person and help them put a system in place and emphasize importantly, hey, get your food, secure mm -hmm. your permanent shelter and have transportation, whether that transportations look like um, Coblinks, um, Uber, uh, ride mm -hmm. share, whatever that looks like, or even having money enough to give uh, gas money to the, uh, the person who's giving you a ride, but make sure yeah. that those necessities are secured before we start buying the pretty things. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> that, uh, you know, I think those are good reminders for people, no matter your socioeconomic status, but particularly those who are living paycheck to paycheck mm -hmm. and where literally every dollar makes a difference in their ability to survive and hopefully their family can thrive just a little bit. So Candy, I know that you have had some um, themes around mindset and money. Is that kind of what you mean when you talk about mindset and money, that, that approach to navigating your financial situation, prioritizing that, or does mindset and money mean something more to you? Um, well, Irene, I really have been more focused on that this conversation of mindset and money, because what I've noticed, people do not really necessarily have a money problem as much as they have a management problem. Mm. So I Good. know, yeah, I like the way you phrase that. Yeah. Yes. I, I, and from myself and no, no pointing fingers to anyone. I started with myself first. I realized I was handling money based on the habits of those who raised me, you know, like most things 
that we do, we do it because that's the way we've seen it done. Sure. And the truth is our money habits were not necessarily taught, but caught. You know, our, our money habits, beliefs, customs, and actions all stem from the environment from which we came. So I wanted to come alongside and start placing this conversation to the force forefront because most people are not running around talking about diversifying their portfolio, right? They're, they're probably right. just figure out how to pay the light bill. Mm-hmm. But if we all had a system in which the way that we handled our money, I think it would make life a little bit easier to get to the desired goal and get out of the the cycle um, that sometimes some of us are stuck in feast to famine. You know, some days I have a lot of money, but I don't know where it went. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I may have the exact same bills, but now I'm struggling. And yeah. to identify the why, why that keeps occurring when I have the same bills, the same amount of money, but but the round and round it goes, nobody know where it stops, right? <laughs> <laughs> you never know what the day will look like until you wake up. And, and yeah, that that's change, so true. You know, mm-hmm. that can change if we have a process to follow. Mm-hmm. Which is why you emphasize the the cash flow. Um, you know, tr- I'm going to guess tracking where those things go and the prioritizing, like you mentioned. So, do your the people that you work with do they receive templates or is it really talking? it through with them and then helping them create whatever system is going to work for them, whether it's on their phone or on a piece of paper or a spreadsheet? Well, um, that's a perfect question. I have a template uh, that I follow. And if I'm working with a person one-on-one, we use a workbook and um, it's a five-week class that we go through. And each class builds upon the other. I also have a e-course that is a self-guided on-demand course that you follow on your own um, at your own time, but it's the same template to follow. And I'm I, it's three principles that I'm emphasizing in order to give your money an assignment. You know, I really truly feel that we should know um, what I'm, the money that we're receiving, what <laughs> it should have an assignment coming in and an assignment going out, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that is just, that is such useful information. And I love that you're meeting people where they are because they might not be able to make it to your class, whether that's in person or virtual because of uh, their, you know, demands on their own time, but that you still offer something to them that they can follow and get all the resources anyway, but also know that you are there as well for consultation, for coaching and for supporting them. Um, Candy, what's, what do you is um, something that would surprise listeners about people who struggle with managing their money? I would um, truly say that I would compare my answer to when the Foundation of Hope asked me, where would you like to go? And remember, I said I I responded by saying I wanted to go to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Well, they followed that question with, 
do I need transportation? And at the time I didn't need transportation because I, I, I actually had two cars, but I did not have directions. I said, no, I don't need transportation, but I do need directions. And I think those who have been struggling with money are hardworking, money-earning people that just have not been taught a way to manage their money. So they have the vehicle, which is the income, but they just need the directions, which is a system, a management system. And that's- What a perfect analogy. Wow. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> And, and, and I truly feel that. And so that's where I come in alongside of them and say, hey, this is a system that you can follow. And not saying, you know, it's better than all of the rest. It's just maybe different from what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, I just love that analogy. I'm just going to have to borrow that from you, yeah. Candy, and, and use that myself. So, and I will give you full credit, I promise. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, well, you you do amazing work in supporting people, and is there good news? Like, I'm going to assume that you have some real success stories with individuals and families that you've worked with that you're um, able to get them. They have the transportation, the vehicle and they are following directions. Is that the case? Yes, I love that. I believe, uh, number one, the good news is that you can change the habits that does not serve the desired goal. I also believe the good news is valuing coaching, counseling, and consultation from those who may have the answers. You know, just stop struggling in silence and trying to figure it out on your own. Um, and, you know, and having an appearance of publicly doing well, but secretly struggling. My best and greatest report um, is here recently, a 50 year old, a 51 year old woman had took my class and um, she, she came in and she, she wanted direction. She wanted consistency and she wanted um, to uh, the system to know where her money was at all times. And she ideally went from just struggling, trying to figure it out to increasing her household income by five, over $5,000 now, because she gave me a, a text message, but by $5,000 <laughs> by the end of the class. And that was not getting a new job that wasn't driving for ride, a ride share that wasn't selling pizza. It was just simply managing and being a good steward of what she already had. Um, I had one um, case study or uh, client or participant um, that actually went from evictions to owning her own salon. So she was evicted from her apartment. Like I said, these, these people um, have jobs, they have money, they have mm -hmm. uh, the vehicle, they just mismanage it, right? So, you know, she had a lot of disconnect notices until eventually that she was... Um, uh, it, it led up to her, her housing. So, you know, when you're taking money from one area, placing it in one area that, that soon catches up with you. And so she was evicted. So I helped her. She took, she took my class. And she, one thing she told me, she said, Candy, my grandmother always told me to save, but you taught me how to save. Ah, uh. yes. Um, so I've had one lady who, um, single mom of three, 
she had um multiple she was well, she, she had a a situation that she needed a flexible schedule and a lot of her jobs did not appreciate that this was before covid before you know working from home was you know the thing and um so a lot of her jobs would would terminate her what well, in that situation you always have to have um what we call emergency fund or a savings something to pull from to get you from in between jobs right and so she mm-hmm. she ended up taking my class and she was able to increase her annual household income by $3000 by just simply managing what she already had so thus that helped her to create her savings account and build from that so whenever she had a job that didn't agree to the schedule that she needed or somehow decided that that wasn't going to work for them and it would terminate her it would not put her in a bind each and every time wow i mean just just those three stories alone i mean this is life changing for the people that you work with and support candy thank you so much i appreciate that irene <laughs> Well, before we transition and talk about some other things that I think that you're involved in, in the community, how can people find you? We want to drop all of that in the show notes. I believe you're pretty active on social media, and but you probably also have a website. Yes, um, you can visit my website at candyzenon.com. That's C-A-N-D-I-E-Z-E-Z as in zebra, E. N-O-N, CandyZenon.com, or you can reach out to me on Facebook at Candy Zenon Author. Awesome. Well, we will put that in the show notes. And let's circle back to the author part. I am, you know, one of those people that I love to read. I know a lot of people say that, but I I really do. (laughs) So tell me uh, about the books that you have authored and do you have any plans for future books? And what is it about that creative process that you like? That's a great question, Irene, because I have like a thousand books in my head, but I only have two books published. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's two more than me. So (laughs) So in my heart, I'm an author of millions, but um, I do have two commercially published books and you can um, get copies of those on my website at candyzenon.com. One is called Hope for a Rainy Day, Encouragement for the Single Mother. And I I diary my story as a single mother and um, also just giving us hope in those different eaves and flows of life. And um, just to quickly say that this book was written prior to, I think, the recession of 2008. So I um, diary a time when a year was just really hard for me and how I got through that. And that's in hope for a rainy day. That's an encouragement mm. for the single mother. And um, so if you haven't guessed now, I am single. So I uh, my <laughs> next book... <laughs> is about dating and waiting and how to maneuver in a plural society as a single person waiting on your desired mate, how to purge from yesterday's pains, hurts, and desires, how to identify where you are and create a plan to where you desire to be. So, and that's called My Precious Wedding Gift. 
And that's also on my website. Wow. Love that. And I mean, it sounds like you're very comfortable with being transparent and sharing your own life experiences, which mm-hmm. is probably um, cathartic for you, but also to inspire hope for others and to let other people know that they too can walk this journey and emerge stronger uh, at the at the end or wherever you want to mark, you know, where you are. Yes, that is perfect, Irene. That's truly how I feel. Everything you just said, that's truly how how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wonderful. Um, Now, I know you're involved in other things in the community and you have supported the collaborative. So um, you want to share a little bit about what you do in your spare time. And I'm putting that in air quotes because I'm not sure you really have that much spare time, but (laughs) what else keeps you busy and interests you? Well, um, I think, you know, the work that I do is my spare time is my hobby, but, (laughs) but it's so funny. Um, I think everything evolves around teaching, whether it's, um, with my church, I teach, uh, two classes. One is called the, um, is a vision board class where we take two two ideas from our vision board and walk through the steps to making it a tangible reality instead of showing up on the vision board every year. Um, and I also teach the um, financial literacy course through the uh, church word of faith. Also, um, you mentioned the basics. So um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I do... Um, share a moment with with the little bit of people you know with the basic (laughs) facilitating some classes there and also I have a mentor group partnering senior citizens with single moms so each one could teach one um I just signed up with two domestic violence safe havens um I will be going there and starting uh two uh sessions, five week sessions of the financial literacy course with them. And if anyone um believe in the work that I'm doing and would like to sponsor me to go into those doors, I welcome sponsorship and partnership. Um, if you have a shelter or organization that you want this information to uh, be taught, you know, please contact me as well. Okay, wonderful. And so I'm going to put in um, a plug too that you are an awesome basics facilitator. And I know that your love of teaching and leading people is a true asset in that. And so thank you for helping us expand our reach with the basics. Uh, We have Luckily, a lot of requests for workshops and outreach and with our small but mighty team, um, we're not able to meet everything, but by leveraging our relationships and partnerships with terrific people like you, we are able to increase our reach, uh, which I think is just wonderful. So thank you so much. And we look forward to a lot of basics workshops in the future (laughs) with you. My favorite is the one at the library reading stories, and you all have to come out and see the bubble machine. Like that's the highlight. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You know, there's few things that put a smile on people's faces than watching young children 
in joyous moments without any worries other than living in that moment. And it's such a good reminder, I think, for the rest of us to to be present, to be in the moment and enjoy the connections that are being made between people and between little people and their world as they continue to uh, just experience it for the first time and and learn new things. That is that's that's a good day's work, I think. Yes, that is so beautiful, and I can just visualize everything you just stated. Just having that moment of peace and joy, you know, we all should strive for that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what do they say? Out of the mouths of babes, sometimes it's out of the actions of babes, right? That we can all um, get reset <laughs> and take yeah. that moment. <laughs> so, um. Well, Candy, as our time together draws to a close, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you would like to share? No, um, I think we covered it all. Just, um, you know, the sponsorship for the two domestic safe havens. If anyone would like mm-hmm. to partner with me with that, please contact me at candyzenon.com. But other than that, I just really and truly enjoy my time with you. I thank you for um, just really getting the message that I'm trying to give across and how you worded it was very perfect because I really feel that um, it is a, a, a lifeline um, that, you know, I can partner with others and throw out and say, hey, you know, this is this is a way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the pleasure has been all mine, um, not only for today, but with our increasing partnership and as we look to meet the needs and the desires of all of our residents here in our community. And thank you so much for what you do. Thank you for joining me today and looking forward to a great uh, collaborative relationship as we continue to go forward. Thank you. I am looking forward to that as well. Awesome. And listeners, thank you for tuning in today. To be sure that you don't miss any future episodes, please subscribe to our Mind Your Mind podcast. Also, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so that others can find us. Please plan to tune in next time as we continue to empower and engage our community through conversations about important and critical issues. Until next time, please stay well, be kind, and remember there is no health without mental health.